Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go visit us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Visit our website, HangingWithApes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And while you're listening to the episode, on iTunes, scroll down, rate the episode, give us five stars, and leave an awesome comment. It helps us out a lot. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the possibilities that can come from the Singapore summit with the United States and North Korea. Trump is meeting with Kim Jong-un tomorrow. So what will the outcome be? Well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be today for you. But for us, as we record it the day before, it'll be tomorrow. So Tuesday. Um, LeBron, the finals are over. The Cavaliers got swept. He gave a great effort. Does he stay in Cleveland? What happens with LeBron James? We're going to talk about that and all the possibilities. Where we want, where we would like to see LeBron? Would we like to see? Where would we like to see him stay? Would we like to see him go? So we're going to talk about all that. And then obviously we've been having a great summer of music. So we're going to get into the Kanye West and Kid Cudi album, Kid See Ghosts. Our thoughts? Did we like it? Did we not? All that. So kicking it off, tomorrow, Trump meets with Kim Jong-un. It's historical. At first, they canceled it. Then it got put back on. What's going to come from it? What do you think? Shit. It's hard to tell because fucking dude is so so unpredictable. Like you said, they called it off and they called it back on. Um, I hope. For all we know, it could get called off between now and the time that... Yeah, it yeah. Pops off. Yeah, with how how talks have been. I'm I'm actually surprised how far they've gone. Like, this has been a problem for for a long time already, and uh, then it got to this point where where they already were they had like their your their nuclear side and everything. So, obviously, what would be good is if they like seize having all that going on as far as. Uh, nuclear and and you know uh, nuclear power and, and, and testing nuclear weapons and and see maybe we could come into an, an agreement with them because i mean let's be honest they're not doing well like like they they, they cut themselves off so i mean if, if there's some way where we could maybe you know include them in, in in anything as far as maybe trade or anything like that yeah th- that could help so obviously everything possible that would that would uh mean not you know having animosity towards towards us which in turn is better for us better for them better for south korea and uh and we'll see from there i mean is it expecting too much for them to do a 180 obviously it's not going to happen overnight but is it expecting too much for them to do a 180 within the next eight ten years and what i mean by 180 is Open up to democracy, open up to capitalism, open up to 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 letting those those uh, political prisoners go. Like, oh yeah, is it is it is it too much to expect? Yeah, it it. I mean, it depends. 
Because obviously we mindset. don't expect it to happen overnight. We're not yeah. expecting that. But what's what's the aim here? Obviously, we don't we don't want them to have nuclear capabilities. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's part of it. But I don't know. I feel like in this is a situation that that causes uh, us to strive for more. Yeah. You know them being what they are. Well, if you look at the way we handled Cuba and talks with Cuba, obviously Cuba wasn't like threatening to blow us up either, but we were just like, oh yeah, well, let's be peaceful with each other. And then we just <coughs> fed them money because we're like, oh, we'll bring tourists. And they continue doing whatever they it is that they do, which is feed into their communist government. And I don't think that's right. So I don't think that that approach is good. <clears throat> I, I think that maybe... Like I said, like, you know, like start thinking of ways where like you appeal to Kim Jong-un as far as like, okay, well, how can we, you know, because his dad, you know, he comes from, 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 from a regime where his dad is, you know, his grandparents, like it's been, it's been like that for a long time. But at this point, it's like, I feel that now you've felt the pressure because, because like Trump's been like talking that Greece and then like bringing military ships over and and mm-hmm. so it's like now it's like fuck how do i turn this around and 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 maybe move my country forward and uh i think like you said it'll be gradual but i think you have to look at it that way so so appeal to him on the sense of like how are you going to look to your people if you like yeah bring you know like different things that they don't have right now you know like you look from from uh from from like from outer space out into the into the globe you see like China and 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 South Korea and you know every other country there's lights there's you don't see that in North Korea so you obviously see that like on a tech you know technological <clears throat> aspect okay that that's one thing um innovation and stuff like that so maybe talking in terms like that See, see if it appeals to him. It's just hard because I don't know where Kim Jong Un's head is, or like what yeah. it is that he's trying to achieve here. You know, and and to me, the level of self awareness that it would take to make that one eighty in mindset, I've never seen any left dictator, yeah, ha- do that. In at least in my lifetime, I've never seen it. It might have happened in history, uh, so I don't know. Uh, that's that's where you know obviously the importance of this meeting comes in, because can he, our meaning he being our president, persuade this guy and show him that hey, there's another way, there's a a better way for you and your people. So I don't know. And then also, I don't like the idea of making a deal and one of the prerequisites of a deal being that we have to pull troops from South Korea. I don't think that's a yeah, that's yeah. a good deal. I think, actually, in all honesty, to me, a good deal is us not really changing much about our stance and North Korea, like sort of totally shifting, that's a good deal to me. I and I, I don't know. I just 
as 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 optimistic as I'd like to be about this, I'm not necessarily sure that that's what's going to happen. And if yeah. that is what happens, then Trump is like the greatest. Yeah, like, like he deserves de- some type of award for deal that deal maker, like ever, because <clears throat> to to make that happen is is would be quite an accomplishment. Yeah. So I guess I guess what would be <clears throat> the baby steps for you like at least like in a in a treaty to have with north korea what would be like the things to absolutely have and then to absolutely not have but like just a baby steps aspect of it not not too crazy but like a good start uh denuclearize without wanting the troops to pull from south korea all right like to me to me if if they denuclearize and 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 you and and they're denuclearizing based on pulling troops from South Korea. To me, that's a loss because to yeah. me, that's to me. What I see is that that's just them strategizing for later on. Like, oh, we got them out of here. Yeah. So, so that would be big for me. Them agreeing to totally denuclearize by by uh, and and still be okay with the troops being in South Korea. That's number one. Number two. Whatever deal that is cut with them doesn't involve us giving them money. Like, I, I, I never agreed with those deals that, oh, well, we'll be peaceful if you give us money. No, 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 I don't. No. Well, well, well you, what, I will, what I will rock with is if you're peaceful and we help you get money through trade and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But just be like, oh, okay, well, we're peaceful to you. Give us money. No, 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 no. I'm not okay with that. Pretty much a bribe. And I would like to see them become open to the press. So, like, to start allowing the press there. Yeah. And open up those uh, those concentration camps that they have. The whole dictatorship thing, if I see those, those would, be, like, those four things that I just mentioned, those would be my baby steps. Like, yeah. that, I, I could, and I could live with dudes still being in power even like without a democracy because those four things will show that even though it's not a democracy it's still a better philosophy for the country because let's be honest there's there's some situations where throughout the history of of uh of of our nation we've been allies with dictators they they were dictators of their countries yeah. but they were still allies and they were not as bad as you know, like a Castro or what Kim Jong Un is now. So or Maduro or Chavez, they weren't like that bad. Yeah. Obviously, democracy is the best. Obviously, but if you ask me about baby steps, then I yeah, th- those would be like the baby steps that I would, I would that would make me optimistic. What yeah. about you? I think that's definitely a good start, and I think the 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 key point is like the whole. Not giving them any money, and if and if any money is is involved again, like you said, trade, right? Because that's what that's I think what would start changing the country and the fact that like okay, now we're 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 you know using our goods. Innovation is part of trade because like look at Japan. Yeah. So so now you're opening routes for people in 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 their country. To maybe look at things, you know, and look at opportunities 
which does change, you know, maybe not like from, from today to tomorrow or right? from today to next year today. But uh, it's it's like little by little, you know, you got to look at it like five, ten years from now. Yeah. Um, I think as, as far as baby steps, you pretty much covered everything. The press thing, I think that that's important because that that at least leaves transparency. That's important. That that lets you that allows you to see what's going on. Um, as far as uh, denuclearization, de- de- that's obviously a must. That I mean, there's no, you know, there's no question that that has to be it. And then you did make a very good point. So I mean, when it comes to the military. Anything else, I think that comes from th- that that core where you start with because like you don't want to ever change things 180 anyway. Like that's not that's not really a good strategy. That's not how things change. When you look at politics and stuff like it's usually it's time gradual, yeah. It's gradual and I think those will plant seeds and and I feel like even the fact that they're meeting that might be a you know there might be certain things, uh, you know, like that that get implemented that that might end up being a good thing. It's funny to me because I think sometimes if this meeting goes successful, what will the president's critics say about him? Because you know they they can never give him his just credit. So like, what will they? What like what what will their excuse be? Or like what kind of? How will they circumvent the whole the the success of the meeting? Like, what would they say? Because they always gotta come up with something to not give him his 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 uh you know his his due praise. Well, I mean, there there really isn't much to say. I just feel that they'll probably not cover it as much. You know, like what do you call it? Like the Kim Kardashian thing with uh, Trump. Yeah. Where uh, what, what was she? Was the lady? The lady wasn't pardoned. She was um. Fuck! It was she was in jail for for drug trafficking, and she was gonna spend her pretty much her life life or not in jail in prison, and uh and Kim Kardashian saw the story went to Trump. I thought that was a good story. I mean, I thought like as far as uh. In the sense of. People when they say, "Oh, he's not willing to work with us," right? Like, like Pusha T, he's he's big on like uh, prison reform and jail reform and all that stuff. That spoke volumes on like, okay, cool, this is something that like this guy's willing to talk to people mm-hmm. about. And and uh, you know the story broke through or whatever, and the lady the lady's out now. And to me, it's like you don't have to cover it like on every channel, but at least say something. And like, you, you noticeably saw that CNN tried to avoid that. Yeah. Anything that makes you look good. And then even people were saying, oh, well, you know, she's free, but it was just like a little, like just so to make them look good and all that. It's like, and it, it, to me, it gets annoying. Cause it's like, when will you just give credit? Like yeah. what, when, when are we going to stop trying to be psychic about this shit? Like, when are we going to stop trying to be like, Oh, I bet he didn't feel good about it. I bet he only did it. He did it. <laughs> that, that's like, like if, 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 uh, my dad maybe didn't have a job or something. Right. And, and like, I don't know how he got money or whatever, but was bringing me food every day, bringing us food, making sure we were fine. 
at some point I'm like, oh well, at least he's providing. At right. least he, at least the the he provided something. Right. Whether whatever he's doing is shady, whatever. So I guess what I'm saying is like, when, at, at what point are we gonna stop and be like, okay, just give him credit for what he did and just move along, and then that and that's it. We're not asking, uh, you know, people to. To, to fucking get on their knees and blow dude either. You know what I'm saying? But like just at least acknowledge something and, and stop trying to make all these excuses. And I feel that I'm saying that to say this with if, if something really good happened with the North Korea thing, I think that's the way that, that they'll approach it, which is like, oh, well, you know, whatever. He, he got lucky or, you know, you know, we'll see how, how long it lasts and all that. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's that's as much as he'll get, yeah. as far as like good press from the certain <clears throat> networks that don't fuck with him. That's what he's gonna get. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, and you don't have to. Again, you don't have to like dude to 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 acknowledge if, if something is good or or bad, you know. But I but, mean, but it's there's just people out too there much bias. that would rather the country fail. And it mean Trump fail, then the country succeed for it to mean that Trump is succeeding. Well, yeah, yeah. The other day, Bill, Bill, Bill Maher, Maher yeah. you heard about that? Yeah, <laughs> like, and and that was disappointing to me because he's he's usually like, in my opinion, realer than that. Yeah, and 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 he said that he prays, or well, he doesn't pray because he's an atheist, but he hopes for a recession. Just so that like Trump could could fail and and not get reelected, and to me that's dumb. Like that's, what? That is insane. And then yeah. what's crazy is his dumbass audience clapped for that and cheered. Yeah, they'll be sometimes they cheer for like the dummy shit though, like whatever. But but that's that that's my whole thing. Like you hate the president so much that it it, it it's more important than the country or important than everything. Like. I wasn't a big fan of Obama or like his policies. No, I don't want him to fail. No, I didn't want him to fail. Why would I want that? Right. If anything, I want him to like, you know, like do good and like and 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 have the country prospering. Like, if that means him getting reelected, oh well. But but that's what I want. I don't want. I don't care if fucking like like Bernie Sanders and I probably like. As far as policies is, is concerned, we'd be polar opposites. But yeah, I would even want Bernie Sanders to succeed at some like at, at, at bringing the country together. And so no, I, I wouldn't want that. I don't think that his policies would, which is why I would never vote for him. Right. But if he was, if he was there, I want him to do the best he can to bring the country up. So yes, he would be my president, and let's let's work with him. I feel that I feel that Congress would kind of have to steer them more right, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I never think of these things as like, oh fuck, dude, fuck all, fuck whatever he's about. No, he's American. He's yeah. he's in my team. One well, one thing that uh, on that particular episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, that Bill Maher said is uh, on his uh, new rule segment. He said that. We lost the White House, meaning Democrats. We lost the White House. We lost the the House of Representatives. We lost Congress, and we lost Kanye. And he was saying how, for the longest, and it's funny because we've talked about this quite a bit. For the longest, the left has been so concerned 
with culture. He's like, while we were worried about putting women in movies that used to be men's movies, like the Oceans movie and, and Ghostbusters, the Republicans were, you know, pushing legislature and, and getting things done and getting policy done and stuff like that. Yeah. And pretty much he's saying that, that the left is worried about the wrong stuff, which I do totally agree with that on with, with what he's saying with in, in regards to that. So it's so funny to me, though, because the way that Bill Maher is, it's like, for the most part, I see him to be a real-ass dude, but him saying that he hopes for a recession so the president could fail is beyond me. Yeah, yeah. And bringing up culture, uh, I guess in the Tony Awards, Andrew Garfield was talking about bakeries. And oh, all that yeah, stuff. I saw that. I thought that was dumb, too. Like, that, that's, again, being worried about shit that, you, like, first of all, First off, he ain't even American. Yeah, you're not American. You're not gay. I, well, I don't know. It's Hollywood. But still, <laughs> I don't know. But the thing is, is, is it's like, it's freedom of religion. If someone doesn't want to bake you a cake due to their religious beliefs, go on to the next bakery. Thank you. I would particularly so if I had a bakery. Especially when, when the bakery is giving you information that's the craziest part about me is that yeah. that bakery gave the couple information on other bakeries that would like that. That's like, like so nice. Like yeah. it's like, listen, I, my religious beliefs, like I don't want to do this. I don't feel right doing this, but here you go. Yeah. Well, move the fuck on. Yeah. And, and again, you don't have to agree with it. I, I particularly would not like, I, you know, like whatever. You want to buy a cake? Buy a cake. But that, that's I'm I'm much more open than than like someone who's who's religious like that. So I have to respect that. Like I have to respect. It's like when you go to someone's house, some people they'll let you walk in with your shoes on. That's fine. Some people say, "Hey, leave your shoes in the front." Right. So so am I gonna start being outraged every time people tell me to take my shoes off? You know what I'm saying? Like. No, that's their rules. It's their house. Like, like, why would I be mad about that? Start flipping the channel, or like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, we're pretty much like brothers. So, like, when I come in, I go fucking open the fridge. I get water, whatever. I wouldn't do and, that, and it's highly offensive. Great <laughs> <laughs> that shit. <laughs> Great, that shit. No, but but uh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I wouldn't do that with like let's say uh, and, and I fucks with him like Holden like cause I'm not as comfortable with Holden right you know right. and, and yeah, if yeah. you guys don't know who Holden is he's made uh, beats uh, for some of our music yeah he's one of our producers yeah Holden and Fred Mallory amazing but anyway you know I wouldn't I wouldn't feel as comfortable to to, to walk in yeah yeah it's, a, it's, it's different it's, you have to respect people's boundaries and then go from there you know or even or even big babies who, who we're closer with Cause we don't know. Like I, I've never been to his house, big baby. When are you gonna invite me? <laughs> no, but like when, when, like if I were to go, I'm not just gonna. It's how how comfortable you are and how the dynamic is, and then you have to be okay with that. Same thing with the bakery. Same thing with uh, what was it, Chick Fil A? When they were like, we don't go to the next one. It's their loss. They're not making money off of this, so they're they're obviously putting their money where their or, or their uh, yeah with their money where their mouth is because they're saying this is not my belief, so don't. Right. And, and and it is what it is. And that's that's the thing. Like you're so worried about culture and that's why they lost in twenty sixteen. That's really why they lost because cause 
like that's really all they've been focusing on is identity. You know, like identity politics, uh, that's not going to win you elections and it's not changing and they're not changing fast enough. And, and it's going to be bad for them in 2020 because I really don't see any competition. Well, actually, the Starbucks CEO, he did say something that I was like, oh, shit. Is he on to something? Because he said uh, he was talking about how Democrats like like failed miserably against mm-hmm. Trump or whatever. So so and then he's saying that he might run. So if he runs like that, like saying, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Well, maybe you have a chance, but otherwise, and even then that's like an outside, an outsider coming in. Yeah. And, and I think he would have to put forth what his philosophy is on policy because to just say, oh, well, the Democrats failed. Okay. We all agree to that. What do you, what does that mean? What's your policy? So like, what do you believe in? I think that's big because really, if you see, like, if you go back and look at the 2016 election, well, we've talked about this before. We've covered it. Sure, Trump had his his moments, but he was mostly policy. Yeah. The way that he he iterated that policy, you know, was a little bit unorthodox, but it was, at the end of the day, him talking yeah. about problems that the country was facing like real problems yeah even even looking at the, the how, where the money went when it come to when it came to advertisement that was something that people criticized trump for oh not enough policy but then when the numbers came in most of his ads were policy mm-hmm. most of uh um jesus christ hillary clinton's uh ads weren't it was attacking him yeah so policy does matter and definitely Definitely, and, and, and like and, you said, unorthodox, and that, and that's all there. that that the left is doing right now is targeting him. But I really have not seen anything from them as of late, policy wise. The like, only guy like that, if I was a member of the Democratic Party, like I'd be a little bit scared right now. Like, well, hey, are we gonna? Yeah, are we gonna do something, or are we just gonna just lose? Right, <laughs> like the only guy that's been. That throws a, a couple good points here and there is Bernie. I'll be like, okay, cool. That's a good plan of attack against Trump. Oh, that that's not bad. You know, like I see him, his mind right is just his policy isn't good policy for the country. I don't think, but at least he has a good uh, he has a good basis of where he would come from. Yeah. So that's really the only guy. And even then, I, I just don't think, I don't think that with the economy the way it is and everything uh, like as it currently stands, it's enough to beat Trump. No. So it would there had there would and have then, to be like and a then recession we gotta, or some we, shit. We can't forget that there's still another two years before the election, and they just repealed Dodd Frank. So if investing starts booming yeah. even more than what it already is. People are going to have money. People like things are like that. Two years is a long time when you're talking about like moving and shaking some money around. Some growth. So that that socialist shit, that'll be the worst time to bring that. You know what I'm saying? Like when people are growing like that money wise, the, the worst type of policy you can possibly present is is like socialist policy. Because people yeah. are like, nah, I'm working too hard. Like, I'm doing too good yeah. right now. Like, And now you're saying 
that I have too much. This is why I'm working. This is what I'm working for. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I I don't I don't see it faring well for them. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Moving on. Kids see ghosts. Kanye. Kid Cudi. Thoughts. I really like the album. I really enjoyed it. I like the the sound of it. I, I really like the sound of it. I really like the fact that like Daytona, Ye, and Kitsy Ghost sound different. They have the Kanye stamp in them, but it's different. Different, yeah. So I was like, wow. The message uh, in the lyrics is different. The way the lyrics are, are formulated is different. Yep. The structure, even though all the albums are seven tracks, the structure of the albums is different. Everything is different. Yeah. Everything is different. I will say the verses on this I enjoyed the most as far as like Kanye verses. It, it reminded me of like 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 the Cuddy montage one. That reminded me of like Game, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. Kanye. Uh, Watch a Throne, Kanye. Like oh. that, that type of vibe. Um, Fourth Dimension I thought was a really cool song. I thought it was probably like the the closest to like the old Kanye when it comes to beats, but still new Kanye in, in, in the subject matter. And just the idea of the fourth dimension. Uh the intro, that shit was badass where like Kanye's Feel just like love. Yeah. Like like where uh Pusha T finishes off and then like Kanye just fucking starts screaming and shit. But like it's it like sounds badass with the beat. No, that ain't Kanye. That's that oh, Lewis uh I thought it was Kanye this whole time. Uh I don't know. I read that it was somebody else. Yeah, I thought it was uh, Kai. Well, whoever it was, that shit was amazing. And then the way the beat changes from there, and the it way it might have been Kanye. I might be mistaken. Yeah, that. And then uh, which one? The second song was good. I li- I like the little rendition of. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not better than Ghost Town Part One, but Part Two, I liked it because it reminded me of like those uh, uh Pink Floyd songs where like they use the same theme of the song and the mm-hmm. same lyrics but like little by little they start changing it so since this part two like i like like the the approach that they took i had like a real rock song like mm-hmm. if if you like like classic rock and stuff like that you'll like that song i thought it was cool it wasn't one of my favorites but i enjoyed it yeah uh, my, my two favorite tracks were the first track and the last track oh yeah the, Those uh, are my they were both great tracks. but yeah I, I i really liked it i can't wait to the Nas album now, because like you said on the, on Twitter, three for three. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's great. What'd you think of like the the sound of it? Different man, feel the love. I never heard a song quite like that. Beat wise, it was very, very, very crazy different unorthodox uh and you know what's crazy <coughs> though is like i don't know if you noticed but like the track list it's different now than when the album first came out yeah they messed up yeah they did because originally it had the first song as fourth dimension but it was feel the love though right and 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 and, and i caught it because i was like i was like he's he's kid cuddy's steady saying feel the love but then I'm like, that's not the name of the song. Yeah. And then when I would go to the song, Feel the Love, it don't say Feel the Love anywhere in the song. And, and I'm going to tell you, I was pissed because because on 4th Dimension, he, watch, let me see, Lewis, 
Louis, whatever Louis Prima. Mm-hmm. He was uh, in in that in obviously that was the name of the fourth I mentioned the 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 first song which was really feel the love. And I was like, this Louis Pri- this, this Louis Prima sounds exactly like Pusha T. I was like, <laughs> how the fuck did they sign a guy that sounds like just like Pusha T? So I'm thinking, I'm like, this makes no sense. And then I'm like, I'm no, thinking no, about but it. See, but see, I knew that 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 wasn't Louis Prima. You could tell it's Pusha T. I yeah. thought it was Louis Prima doing the ta 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 ta. Yeah. I thought that was him. Yeah. And I'm like, so they gave dude a featuring credit just for going ta 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 ta. Yeah. But Kanye be doing shit like that. He'll give somebody like credit for doing that. It'll say featuring so and so, but then he won't give credit to the rapper that like it won't say featuring Pusha T. Yeah. Which it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. So I was like, what the fuck. This is so weird, and, and then and then I, and then I was looking. And I was like, "Oh, this Louis Prima guy's from some fucking old dude or whatever." So then I, I started looking at, "Oh, so it's this song." That's the fourth dimension. Yeah. So I started googling to see what the real track list was, and then they changed it. Yeah, cause cause yeah. then I had went into my Apple Music, and then I had to like re-download the album. Yeah, same here. Yeah. But yeah, I I really liked it. I I, I liked uh, the sound of it. Kid Cudi, one thing I didn't like about him, in general, not not this album, but like he would like hit the way he would uh, do like his his voice. In this one, he he like focused more on like actually singing instead of like doing his Kid Cudi thing. Mm-hmm. I'm reborn, and on Kid Cudi montage, you still heard the Cudi that made him I famous. Think he does good when he 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 harmonizes though when he he hums and he harmonizes. Yeah, yeah, but but what I'm saying is. The the humming and the harmonizing that's what that's what I guess what his trademark, so that's fine. But then sometimes when he would sing, the way he would sing mm. was a little less fine tuned in in like like let's say Man in the Moon or mm-hmm. Man in the Moon Part Two or some other stuff. Whereas this one, he you could tell like he he really honed in on that, like singing like like feel the love like the way he they they uh how he just said it and then like how they how they did the effects with the echoey feeling and everything like the reverb i guess i just liked it uh, and, and everything and then even when he went back to like the the way he he sings usually like in reborn and in cuddy montage it worked because of the way the beat was and then what i like on on uh, cuddy montage is cuz he has the first verse and he's talking about like when he was in the mental hospital yeah and then like how it kind of being a moment of of like like him and god and then yeah. like like knowing that something great would come of it like that was that was dope like i really i really like that and then then it transitioning into kanye's verse yeah and like, not to mention that was probably cuddy's best verse on this on the album yeah and maybe kanye's best verse yeah that and that's the outro yeah so so that tells you how how good the album ended so yeah, I can't wait till Nas. We'll see what what he has to say. Definitely. And but it, it's oh, did you end up hearing that track I sent you, the Vic Mensa reverse? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. That, that did. That, it sounded like a young Ti. That's that's what I told. I, I don't know how I I don't know like what it is though. I, I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it, but it sounds like that, a young Ti. That's what I. I told somebody at work who's a big Ti fan, and I'm like, it's. A, a 2018 Chicago Ti top back like that. That's yeah. what, because the whole like talking about a car, but like it's still being cool. Because you know how like all these drivers when they talk about cars, it's it's like 
uh, me and the crew hopping out the benzo, like shit yeah, like that. Yeah. No, nah, but like it was like, it was like with a lot of style and bravado. Yeah. And and the beat was badass. Oh, the beat was great. And then the only thing that I didn't like about the track was G Easy. I feel like he he went like real soft. Like I felt like yeah. He didn't feel like he should have stepped it up because he's on a track with Vic Mensa. Because Vic Mensa did great, but but G Easy was like, eh, this verse is whatever. yeah. But for the most part, G Easy doesn't really come with like anything that I think is noteworthy. Yeah, like he has he has like like two tracks that I've heard so far that I'm like okay I fucks with this but yeah for the most part he doesn't really move me but yeah but even like songs like that you know it, it making the summer pretty pretty great yeah maybe maybe music is coming back or maybe it's just June maybe so before we jump into the LeBron thing obviously we didn't talk about this at, that we were going to talk about this at the beginning of the episode. <coughs> But you seen the Halloween trailer, right? Yes, yes. What do you what do you think of it? Okay, so I found out about this, and I was a little shocked because I thought I told you because uh, one of my guys at work was uh, was telling me about this, and I was like, "Get out of here!" And then like he told me that they 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 recorded in like fifteen days or something like that. Like uh, they they shot it in fifteen. Yeah, they shot it in fifteen days, something like that. It was like a short amount of days. I was like, "What?" I could see it though. Yeah, I, I could. I that that might not be a bad approach. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, and then they're like, yeah, yeah. I was like, everything that that preceded Halloween, it, John Carpenter, John Carpenter didn't write, so so like he didn't include any of that. So this is a real sequel coming from him. So like the first but he one, he didn't direct this. He did no, but he wrote it. He wrote I, it. Yeah, I don't think he wrote. I don't think so. I think I, I remember looking. I think Danny McBride wrote it. Oh, for real? The comedian? Oh shit! I'm mean, let me. I'm going on IMDb right now. Yeah, cause uh, they were telling me I was like, "What the fuck?" So, so all this shit didn't count. And and uh, so then when you said it, I was excited to see the the trailer. The trailer looks good, but I don't know. I've been okay, disappointed. Okay, okay. So the director is David Gordon Green. Writers, John Carpenter, but it's the characters. So. So he's like, he's like when you when you talk about Bob Kane writing a Batman movie, no, it's Christopher Nolan writing the movie. Yeah. Bob Kane wrote the characters, but no, the 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 screenwriter is is David Gordon Green, which is the director, and Danny McBride. Okay. And then Deborah Hill wrote the new characters. So John Carpenter wrote the original characters and whatever new characters are in it, Deborah Hill wrote them. And then Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. Okay, so so John Carpenter didn't have much to do with the this, actual. No. It's just the fact that that he wrote the original characters like Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. Yeah, it looks it looks good. And obviously, I'm always excited for a Halloween movie, but uh, they've never really recreated the first. Like the the first one was great. That's like a classic. I don't think they have another classic in there. H2O was pretty good. I liked H2O. Um, otherwise, I it, they're good to watch. But so I hope this one can recreate like the 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 greatness of the first one. You you know which one I thought was great. I feel like it doesn't get its its uh its just credit. Is uh, 
I want it's the one with Paul Rudd. I want to say Resurrection, Halloween Resurrection. That one I thought was pretty great. That it had Winona Ryder in it. Uh, let me look it up right now. Halloween. Uh, yeah. No, 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 not Resurrection. Hell no. That was the one with Buster Rhymes. Sweet Mother of God. Uh, <laughs> what about Halloween Season of the Witch? That was the best oh, one. Oh my God! No, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that just sucked. No, but was it? It's six. Halloween six. I I can't find it though. Um, I know what you're talking. Yeah, that one was actually pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. What well, I'm? What was the name of it though? I don't know. Anyway, I. It's we will find out sooner rather than later. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, it was uh, yeah, it was six. It was the one after five, four and five were not bad. Six was good, but yeah, but obviously, like yeah, the best one was Halloween one. And then, uh, what'd you think of the rock? The, the curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, the curse there of you go. Myers. What'd you think of? What'd you think of uh, the Rob Zombie Halloweens? The first one, man, that shit was great at first. And then when it came to just like applying, like he did the hard part. That's what was w- weird about it. The hard part was like, like, like the origin story. Yeah. And he, he'd like excelled at that. Like he, had, he, he did good at the part that nobody had ever done before. That part, like, yeah. like the, the part that he had to come up with. Yeah. He did phenomenal because that was the one that was the part that everybody was worried about. Like, damn, like he's going to show Michael Myers as a little kid yeah. and all the crazy shit he did and all that. It was great. And I was like, oh, that was, he's going to fail at that. And that was the good part. And then when all you had to do is really apply what had already been done. Yeah, he failed. He, it was an utter failure. And, and you know what? There was like a couple scenes that were like great. Yeah. Like I remember that one scene where like... Uh, like uh, they're both in the frame. Yeah, they're, she's getting chased. That made you feel like anxiety because like, oh fuck, he's that close. Yeah. So he he didn't do a bad job directing it. It's just like the story, like he didn't hone it as as good as he could have. And it's like I felt like it was like a race of like 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 <clears throat> if you're watching a race and like the underdog is like coming back. Yeah. Like he passes like the first place and then he tears his ACL yeah. like right at the finish line. <laughs> And the other people win. I'm like, what the fuck? What what I will say about this movie is with Danny McBride being a writer of it, I'm actually interested and I'm interested because Jordan Peele did Get Out and Get Out was yeah. one of the, the better scary movies in recent history. So I wonder if like comedy writers kind of maybe have a knack for for horror possibly so so we might we might start to see a little it, bit of a trend it's kind of crazy because i've heard a lot of good things about a quiet place and and that's that uh the guy from the office yeah uh, I, I forget his name uh john, krasinski or yeah krasinski. john krasinski yeah and and it got it got good reviews you know like it had and, it, and, it, and it's rated well critically like yeah. in Rotten tomatoes it's a certified fresh yeah and you're right i have heard a, a, a lot of good things about it so that's what i'm saying is it becoming a trend or do comedy writers possibly have a knack for horror yeah that's interesting that's one that's that's one observation the other observation is which is going to sound sort of counter to what i just said but we'll see how it plays out in the trailer, 
they go to Michael, right? And they obviously, like these British people, they're investigating something, or maybe they're doing a documentary, possibly. <coughs> we don't really know what it is that they're doing. Yeah. I just found it a little bit unrealistic and very unorthodox when they're holding the mask up to him to like agitate. Like, why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a little weird. I was like, why would you? Like, I'm saying, like, who's allowing, like, who's running this place that, like, you're allowed, and then you're seeing all these other fucking maniacs, like, jump up and down and, like, lose their mind. Although, I will say that it is, that was creepy, though. Like, how, yeah. like, all the other crazies, they're, like, going bonkers, and Michael is just, just like, standing st- there. just still. That, that was part a scary is scene. cool, but, yeah. like, there should have probably been another way. I, I That's some see, Hollywood shit right there. I could see the director, like, what his vision was. Like, I want a scene like this, and I rock with that. I fucks with it. But m- there could have probably been a better way to, like, make that happen yeah. other than, like, unrealistically agitating this psychopath maniac serial killer. Like, yeah. I mean, like, why? Who, <laughs> the people that are running the place, like, why would you allow this? Like, yeah, because if I would have seen some shit like that, that was the employee. Like, get out. <laughs> get the fuck out. The scene's over. The movie's over after that because like, you ruined everything. Yeah, maybe, like, if they were describing the mask or something or... Something, right? Like, something a little bit more subtle, but they're yeah. like, Michael, what about this? And, like, they stick them up. <laughs> the fucking people in the back. <laughs> All the crazies going crazy. And, like, the employees are like, oh, yeah, just another day at work. Yeah. Fuck it. Everything's going to be okay. Ha- He's not going to kill us. Happens every week. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. That shit's terrible. Then he terrible. escapes and he kills somebody. We got to go get him and lock him back up. Like, it, so, we'll see. But But then again, you know, Sometimes, as we've seen with movies before, good writing yeah. could make something make sense. Yeah. So we'll have to see. But all in all, I am pretty excited about it. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. So we'll we'll definitely have to check that out. Hell. So yeah. before we close it out, LeBron James, him, his his Cleveland Cavaliers, they got swept in the finals. I think most of us expected that. We, we at least expected them to lose. I don't know if everybody expected them to get swept, but we expected them to lose. They did lose. Um, I will say that I don't see why Kevin Durant was uh, gloating so much when, dude, you joined the 73-win team. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> not act like you did that great of an accomplishment. But he's besides the point because he's definitely staying in Golden State. He ain't going nowhere. Even though his yeah. contract is up, he yeah, ain't going not. nowhere. No. He's chasing rings, baby. LeBron. And, and he's going to get whatever he wants money-wise. He's gonna he's chasing oh, yeah. rings, and he's going to possibly win another ring there. And he's going to get whatever he wants money-wise. So yeah. it is what it is. Well, um, the, 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 the key word is possibly because... Depending on where LeBron James goes, do you think he stays in Cleveland? Or do you think he leaves? Because that was a frustrating finals. Like, that was terrible. Since game one, it was frustrating. Game one was, then, oh, then, fuck, you, this summed it up. Have you seen the whole little controversy that has ensued after the finals with his hand? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're saying... His broken hand. Right, but he's saying... <laughs> that he, there's stories I hear that he hit it on the on the backboard, but then I'm hearing stories that he punched a whiteboard yeah. after the game one out of frustration, yeah. And then after that, it was damn near broken the hand, yeah. And if you look at the press conference, 
after game one, obviously we didn't notice at the time because we were we weren't paying attention. But his hand is swollen as fuck. It's like super swollen. Damn, you could see. So and and apparently like he, I, I think he probably like just. I'm gonna put myself in his shoes. If if Jr. Smith did that right. And, and and then like I I didn't even know they had a timeout left. So J.R. Smith is doing that. He's clueless. Ty Lu is looking at him be clueless and not calling a timeout. I would have probably smashed the fucking you know, fucking chalkboard with my head. Right. Fuck it. Like that's how frustrated I would have been. So I mean like I, I just I feel for him because it, it's it was like they were in there despite his team. Like, what the fuck? And like I said, game one just, that sums up the whole series. Like, this is what I'm working with. Yeah. This is what I'm working with. Like, he ran away. Not only, he rebounded right there. He could have just put it in. And it was frustrating. And uh, I remember because we, we watched it. I think, uh, was it after an episode that we did or no? I think no, no, so. no. Or so we did, we were doing something uh, related to the podcast. So then we 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 came home and we're like, "Fuck it, let, let's watch it." And we saw that we were looking at each other in just confusion. <laughs> like, what is he doing? And uh, yeah, so I don't think. Okay, so a lot of people criticized LeBron James when he left the first time. I was one of those people. <clears throat> to to join a super team or well, to to make a super team, I don't think join a super team is the like Kevin Durant joined a super team. They made a super team or a good team mm-hmm. with Bosch and, and Wade, and he was chasing rings and he got two rings out of it. They should have really gotten Four. three at least. Well, against the Spurs. Spurs are so good. I, I they probably should have still won. They should have got four. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Four four rings. Then you come here, then Golden State, or you come back to Cleveland, you play Golden State, nothing against Golden State, they played, they were so good with the three-pointer, and it was like, when you're good like that, for the first year, people aren't used to the way you play, so okay, I'll give you that, they're the more talented team, and then you had injuries, let's not, let's not forget that they lost against Golden State the first time, because fucking everyone was injured. Yeah. So, so then the second time goes around, they beat them. They come back from 3-1. That's amazing. Grant comes back uh, or goes to Golden State, which is, like, the most cowardly thing. I think it's the most cowardly thing because, like, you almost beat them with, with yeah, OKC. And and there was already a living rivalry. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? So you you get, you get join the team that beat you? So to me, that... that, that uh, it, does, it doesn't... It's worse to me than when what people were talking about with LeBron. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely so. So, but yet Durant gets way less flack for it. Oh, way less, way less. So then they beat him in in the two finals, you know, back to back. This finals, I mean, this probably should have been a sweep anyway, because like they're they're that good. Like it was crazy because there was times where like they stopped every player. And like Kevin Durant was the X factor because it's like you can't stop all of these great players, and Kevin Durant just kept them in the game. Mm-hmm. Like it was game three, so it's like it's like a cheat code. So the way I guess I'm saying all this is because that would all be on my mind. Like okay, fuck, I, I we need I need to find a way to beat them. If I'm thinking rings, mm-hmm. 
Which at this point, if I was LeBron James, that's what I would be thinking. Yeah. I'm not thinking about, oh, Cleveland, no. Like, I brought you your championship. Now I'm thinking about, like, how can I get the most rings before I leave? So then here comes the question, where does he go? I think that Houston wouldn't be a bad a bad spot. I won't keep saying the Lakers, but, like, the Lakers, you got to build something there. Yeah. You got to go somewhere where, like... While they have the money to build, yeah. I feel like it's way too much of a question mark yeah. to to think that that team is going to be from not even <laughs> close to the playoffs yeah. to championship. Like that is that is quite a lot. Yeah. And if so, if that does happen, I mean, you're talking about some some great ass coaching. Is is uh is Walton still their coach? Yeah, yeah. So you, you got to have some great ass coaching from Walton, and you're gonna have to like stack that team. Yeah. So and like, who are you gonna stack it with? Because if you're saying Paul George and LeBron James, that is not enough. No, no, that is not enough. Well, with LeBron James, uh... that's a, that's enough to get to the playoffs in the West. But who knows? Because you got to remember, that's yeah. the West. You are going to have to work every single night because you got OKC, you got the Spurs, you got the you got the Rockets. You, you have the same problem you have in Cleveland, in in LA, was just a player that like would pre- pretty much be comfortable to Kevin Love. Yeah, a little bit better maybe. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit better defensively, way better defensively. So so maybe that that aspect. But it's just the West is too good, man. You got Houston; they're really good. So, so you know what? What? What other team I was thinking about? Milwaukee. I was telling somebody. I think Milwaukee and Philadelphia are a yes. player, a good player or two away from being very scary. Yeah. Thing is, if he goes to Philadelphia, that's gonna. I don't see how the dynamic will work between him and Ben Simmons because they pretty much do the same thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. except that now LeBron can shoot. Ben Simmons not really a shooter. Yeah. LeBron is a shooter now, and I I don't see how anybody could disagree with like that now, like how yeah. he's been how he's been playing. So, I don't know. I don't know how that would work out. The Bucks. I feel like. I feel like. A place that he might go, that I feel like a lot of people are not are not under, are, it's flying under their radar is the Spurs. Oh yeah, well you know Popovich asked to talk to LeBron. That's scary too, because now you have LeBron James with the best coach and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Then now if you make a couple moves, get like a decent point guard. Their point guard isn't bad, but like you know stack it up a little bit more. You had a good team now. And LeBron with a great coach for the first time in his he, career. If, now, if he stays in Cleveland, they're not going to win because they don't have no money to pay anybody because they're paying no. they're paying Thompson, they're paying Love. So that that's not enough. Let's be honest. No one wants to go to Cleveland either. Nobody really wants to go to Cleveland. But even if somebody did want to go to Cleveland, I don't think they have the money. Like, let's say Kawhi Leonard was like, fuck it, I'm going to go with LeBron. I don't even think they have the money for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. Number two, nobody's going to take, nobody's going to trade and take these crazy ass contracts to get a Tristan Thompson or Kevin Love. No. Nobody's going to do that. 
So I don't know. I, I really don't know. I really think that he's going to have to jump ship. And I think he's going to have to go somewhere in the West. Now, what I was reading earlier today on Bleacher Report is somebody was saying that LeBron's son has picked to go to a school that's in a suburb right outside of Los Angeles. So if your son is is picking a school there, yeah, then then like, what are you gonna? Are you just gonna be away from him the, throughout the, the NBA season, or or is that a sign that you and your family are have willing, decided? Yeah, and then he owns two houses in LA. I mean, but I mean, he's filthy rich, so that doesn't really mean anything. I'm sure he owns yeah. houses in a lot of other places too, but <coughs> they have two houses there. And the, they're talking about the son picking going to school in a in a suburb outside of L.A., so that could be a sign. If he does go to L.A., I don't see it being the Clippers though. I feel I see it being the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Because they have the money, they have the market. Uh, um, but who would they grab? You know, like see yeah. Westbrook just signed that that deal. Yeah. See, because like if you it was you, Chris Paul, and 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 Westbrook, like and by you I mean like LeBron. You mean Paul George? Uh, what did I say? Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah, Paul George. Paul George. Paul George. Um, LeBron James and like a Westbrook. I think that would be yeah. like a really good team. Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to be with the Spurs. But there, I was reading earlier that he's already on the verge of signing that extension. Oh yeah. So then, if he stays, but like let's say he stays a free agent, picking him up. Oh my God! Because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they have very good defense. Kawhi Leonard much better than Paul George's, but like enough where like if you're playing a West Coast team like 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 uh, Houston or or Golden State, you'll be able to frustrate them with the defense. Yeah. And LeBron James' defense has kind of went a little. Downhill, like he still he'll still have those blocks, but like he can't can't keep up with like a Durant. Nah, well you see that he he falls back off Durant. Yeah, so it's like ugh. Now Kawhi Leonard, he'll make it hard for Durant. You can never really stop a guy like Durant because like that's a freak of nature, seven feet, and he could shoot almost damn near as good as 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 a Clay Thompson or a Steph Curry. So it's it's kind of hard, but at least like frustrating him, LeBron isn't doing that to to Durant. So, it could be, it could be, and, and then they have the money because they don't have, they're not spending it on anybody. Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. But yeah. I, I would like to see, like, it, it, honestly, if you're thinking like championship, I would think Bucks, Sixers, and number one Houston. If you're thinking championship, like off the bat, like be, being a contender for sure, because the Bucks, they're 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 really a player weight. New Orleans wouldn't be bad either, but I think they're. They might be a little too slow for like the fast, mm-hmm. the, the speed of, and like the ISO of Houston, and then the speed of 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 Golden State. They're too like big. I don't think they would, it would they would match up well with the Bucks. They're really good defensively. So like, you got ta- you got fucking uh, Atetokounmpo, fucking playing good ass defense. Really, the whole team and they have three point shooters. So that wouldn't be bad either. But I just don't think that th- that there's somewhere that LeBron would want to play, probably. No, I don't see it either. But we'll see. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys keep listening. 
Remember, rate us on iTunes. Hit that five-star rating. Drop a comment. Check us out on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Go to our website, hangingwithapes.com. We are out. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.